Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week, we have all your best bets on all the games your buddies probably are not betting. No, they are not. Plus, in our deep dive, John, we're going to raise Old Glory to full staff and Razor to full mast as we salute the 123rd meeting between the Army Black Knights and the Navy Midshipmen. And Mm. I'm going to do my patriotic duty, John, to convince you to bet this game. Because if you don't, your whole college betting season could end foobar. Why do you hate America, Luke? There's nothing more patriotic (laughs) than laying money on this grand old game. Will it be anchors away, my boys? Or will the caissons go rolling along? There is at least one best bet in this game, maybe two, and it will not result in a snafu. Oh, you rhymed there. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. But for now, John, we are Oscar Mike on the move to recapping our best bets from last week. And I'll start us off with a horribly bad week for my best bets. I picked the wrong side on the ACC championship game. I thought Central Florida's offense would handle the two-lane green wave as four-point underdogs in the end. Two-lane's defense looked great. Didn't they look great in that game, John? They looked good. The green wave of cash. Green wave of cash, man. We should have never deviated. Hey, two-lane covered that easily, of course. And then in the MAC championship, I love the Ohio Bobcats at plus one and a half. I love them at three when it went to three. Through three quarters, they covered that three, and then the Toledo Rockets scored a TD in the fourth game over. Another loser. Crushing. I didn't do much better in my college bets here, Luke. I had a broom. I was ready for the sweep. I had North Texas plus eight and a half at UTSA and the over 67 and a half. North Texas played tough, had a chance in the end, and then they blew it. UTSA did what they do, blew them out, no cover. And then the game did play out exactly like the data said. It was a high-scoring game. The over cashed early in the fourth quarter. Well, we like that anyway. Yeah. To the NFL. Uh, yeah. Saint, no, not bad, not bad. Saints of the Bucks on Monday night. Your favorite, 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 favorite stat. Turnovers. 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 Mm. Spread killers. And after those turnovers, Brady had two great drives at the end of the game, and they won the game, but just not enough time to cover another loser there. And next, I teased the Lions, you'll remember, to plus seven and a half, and I teased the Ravens to minus two and a half. Lions covered the half, uh, you know, their side of it, that is, but Lamar Jackson got that injury earlier in the game, made the difference, and the Ravens won the game, but they did not cover. That busted a ton of teasers in Vegas. That's all everybody was talking about this week, I heard. That busted so many teasers for a lot of guys. Actually, Vegas loved that game because all the Sharps lost money. Uh, I (laughs) went with the LA Chargers minus two at the Las Vegas Raiders. Speaking of Vegas, I highlighted turnovers in this game. I love the turnover differential for the Chargers. First score of the game was a pick six for the Chargers. and I'm licking my chops. Then it all fell apart thanks to Devontae Adams. Him being Devontae just made things happen. Chargers lose 27-20, no cover, but I made a comeback. I bet against two of the highest scoring offenses in the league. I took the under. The Daddy Sharps have been hitting over-unders at an incredible rate this year. 
I hit the under Kansas City at Cincinnati under 52 and a half. It was a winner winner. Nice. Yeah. 75% hit rate. 75%. Yes. Nailing those things. We we are doing very well on the on the over-unders in this podcast. So if we we may have a few of those this week for you for you guys. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's turn our bets. Let's turn to our best bets for this week. And since there's just one college game we're going to talk about in our deep dive, we will turn to the NFL first. And we're giving out more picks this week, Luke. First, I love it. We're going to start with Minnesota at Detroit. There's a lot of talk this week about this game. Why is Minnesota an underdog? Right now, they're currently plus two and a half. Me and you, Luke, discussed this number in detail. What is going on? I had to go back and look at the history between these two teams. The last 10 matchups between these two, the Vikings are 9-1 and one straight up, but they're all very close games. In the Dan Campbell era, since he's been with the Lions, the they, they've been there for three games. In those games, the Vikings are 2-1, and one, and the games are very close. One four-point victory, one two-point win for the land of 10,000 lakes, and a two-point loss on a last-second touchdown by the Lions. Needless to say, very, very, very tight games. Now, an interesting little fact here, Luke. One of your favorite players only played the Dan Campbell Lions once. That's Dalvin Cook. That game is when the Vikings won by four. He's definitely playing in this game. I like that at helping my chances. The Vikings this year are close game tested. They're 9-0 in one-score games. Against the spread, both teams look good at face value. The Vikings 3-1 and on the road. Detroit 5-0 and against the spread in the last five. 6-4 and on the year. However... They were only favored twice, and when they are favored, they're one and one against the spread. The only spread they covered was minus one last week to Jacksonville. The Vikings feel a whole lot better than me. I don't know about you, Luke. They feel like a better team to me than the Jacksonville Jaguars. You have no doubt heard how good the Lions have been in the last five weeks, going four and one. I'm not buying it, and I may have found the weak link. They have not played very good offensive teams. Five of their losses are against top-scoring offenses. Four were top-10-scoring offenses. Minnesota, earlier this week, was just ranked 11th-ranked offense. Their only wins have come against bottom-feeder offenses. The Giants, the Bears, the Packers, Jaguars. My best bet here, Vikings, plus two and a half. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. I know a lot of people are still crunching this. I don't think this number's moved, I, 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 like, in the last They're- day. Uh, funny thing about this number, some guys were saying, hey, this might go up to three. This might go up to three. They were thinking it would go up to three by no, Thursday. No, no. the other sudden, way. Now it's back down to Detroit minus one and a half. So it's it's volatile. Yeah, and I'm not sure who's betting that money. I, I, I can't break it down, but it's going to be really interesting to see where it ends up on game day. I'm really right. curious. Yep. I've got money on that game, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's first. more on that game later. There is, but first, but first, I got I love this game. I love this game. I'm starting with the Ravens at the Steelers. The Steelers at last check this evening are favored by two in this game. The over-under is 37. The line started at three, so it looks like a lot of money came in on the Ravens in this game right now. Historically, these games are, are won and lost by field goals, right? And the big headline this week is, of course, Tyler Huntley starting in place of an injured Lamar Jackson. And can the backup beat the Steelers on the road? 
Look, it's obvious the long opening spread w- was set with that in mind, at least in my opinion. I, I, you know, I, I want to break down the quarterback situation, though, uh, because the line is predicated on that, right? Tyler yes. Huntley versus Kenny Pickett. So both of these quarterbacks are young. I didn't know this until I looked it up. They're both 24 years old. Both. That's Same crazy. age. Yeah. Hey, if, and if you include the 2021 season here, both quarterbacks have played in a total of nine games each. They've started nine games. So let's talk about passing right now. Pickett is averaging 6.1 yards per pass attempt. Huntley, 5.75 yards per pass attempt. Let's talk about rushing. They both rush. They both run. Pickett has 42 rushes in all those games, averaging 4.9 yards per rush attempt. Huntley has 47 rushes in nine games, averaging 6.2 yards per rush attempt. Turnovers. Let's talk about those. Your favorite stat. My favorite Right, has three fumbles and eight interceptions. You know, most of those interceptions came the first two games. We all saw that. Huntley has four fumbles and four interceptions in the same amount of time. Look, if you're listening to this, and you probably should say that, well, wait a minute, Pickett has far more passing attempts. He's He's been in, in more game experiences. He's, he's played more full games. He hasn't had to come in. But I'm going to argue this, that uh, Huntley – there's something to be said that he's had to step in many times without practicing with that first team during the week. He's been the backup because of injury or like last week, right? And he, he stepped up and won that game. And this week, guess what he's doing? He's practicing with that first team all week long. So I'm going to argue this. These quarterbacks are equal at best. I think Huntley actually offers more. And then you ask yourself, who's the better team here? Well, the Ravens are, right? Mm-hmm. The better record. Leading the division, they're the better team. T.J. Watt is banged up again. He's dealing with some injuries. And check out these stats. John Harbaugh is 25-5 and straight up against teams with worse records. Huntley is 3-1 and against the spread. And two of those games were road games. So my best bet here, I took the Ravens at plus three. I also like him at plus two where it is right now because I think this game will be won by the Ravens. I I like this bet a lot. And I I always see the market overreact when Huntley gets in there. But Huntley's not that bad. Me and you have seen him a few times, just like you broke down there. I, I really like that bet. I heard an expert say this week he's the best backup quarterback in the NFL. And I thought to myself, okay, yeah, that's I think that's true. And then I thought, well, when you break down the numbers, isn't he – couldn't he be a starter somewhere? Of course he could. Yeah. Of course he could. Yep. All right, Luke, I'm going to do something I rarely do. Something I, I I usually don't touch this game, but this week I can't, I can't stay off of it. I can't pass it up. I went on a Monday night football game. I liked New England Patriots minus one and a half at Arizona. My best bet there, New England minus one and a half. Both of these teams enter the game on two game losing streaks as one of our buddies likes to say, somebody's got to win. The Patriots enter this game favored for the sixth time this year. The books usually have this team right on when they're favored. The Patriots are 4-1 and one against the spread when they are the favorite. Only game they lost was Chicago game. And if you remember correctly, Mac Jones went down early with an injury in that one. Luke, I have rarely used this type of stat. I hate using them, but I'm going to do it because of who the coach is. The Patriots are 12-2 and against the spread, coming off a double-digit loss, just like they did last week against Buffalo. 
These kind of stats just follow Bill Belichick around. Huge win rate against rookie quarterbacks. Excellent record against former assistants turned head coaches. His record coming off a bye week. And now this crazy stat. 12-2 and when he's coming off a double-digit loss. I think there's so many about this with this guy. You can't ignore him. How could we forget? I'm on to Cincinnati. And on this bet, folks, after the bad loss to Buffalo, I'm on Arizona. And I'm riding the Pats. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm on to Arizona. You cannot bet against Belichick. You just can't. No. You can't. How many times have we written this guy off after a bad loss? I remember that one a few years ago with uh, Kansas City. And and he comes back and, you know, everybody wrote him off for dead. And they come back and they just kill it. He finds a way. He, he, yeah. he is he's one of those genius minds that just finds a way to, to deal with it. All right. I'm on to Cleveland at Cincinnati. The, the line moves, by the way, today. It's down to five and a half. Cincinnati given five and a half in this one. The over under 47 and a half. John, for me, this is a revenge game for Cincinnati after their Halloween loss to the Browns. By the way, I picked the Browns in that game. <laughs> just saying, just saying, won it. The Brownies. Brownies. Uh, hey, the Bengals are hot, aren't they? Don't they look good? They look Very good in the good. last three games. Averaging yeah. 6.2 yards per play, and their O-line, everyone's talking about how horrible they were all year. Yeah, it's been a real weak spot, but... In the last three games, check this out. They've turned things around where they're ranked sixth in preventing quarterback sacks. I don't know if you call it quarterback protection, but sixth in preventing sacks anyway. And speaking of quarterbacks and speaking of the line changes, the line this the lines in this game started at, at six. So I don't I don't understand why people are betting on the Browns because their quarterback sucks. Yes. Deshaun Watson is is just not good. I mean, let's let's just rip off the stats again. 12 for 22 for 131 yards last week, one interception, one sack, and seven rushes for only 21 yards. And and before anyone says, but yeah, but he needs to shake off the rust. The, he did this against the Texans. It's true. The Texans. It's true. The Texans. Ugh, Come on. That's the number man. one pick. Burrow and the Bengals will win this game and they will cover minus five and a half. Now, I, I noticed something there, Luke. I noticed something. Are your best bets all in the AFC North, sir? Oh, yeah. Are you an yeah, AFC North guy? I am not, but they are. Yeah. You're right. Are, are, maybe are you a I Game am. Are you a Thrones fan? I, maybe I am. Maybe are I, you yeah. trying to become the king of the North? <laughs> sure. King, the king of Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to be that king. Anywho, uh, so this next one, speaking of kings of the north, uh, we have a little teaser. This week, I think there's so many division games. We're going to give away a couple teasers here. I think this is a great week for teasers, and I think, Luke, that you agree. Uh, this Minnesota game, I already told you why I like it. I'm actually going to tease it up as well to plus eight and a half, and I'm going to put it with Tennessee plus four and a half. Now, I already went through my reasons with the Vikings, but one reason I didn't lay out, they could actually mathematically clinch the NFC North with a win here. So they actually have something to play for in this game. So I think they're going to bring everything they can and to get that third, at least a third seed in the playoffs and guarantee themselves a home playoff game. All that motivation and you're giving me more than a touchdown with the tease. I'll take that all day. Titans are in a similar situation here with their division. They can't clinch with the win over Jacksonville, but they are guaranteed the division. They would be 4-0 in the AFC South. 
This team is two and three in the last five. The three losses, everybody's saying they're not looking so good. But if you look at the teams they played, they were at Kansas City, at Philly versus Cincinnati. I don't know very many teams that would have gone through that one and two, even even two and one. Jacksonville in the last five years against the Titans, two and eight against the spread. The two games where Lawrence has been the quarterback, the Titans have outscored him 57 to 19. And we do have some injury news here. Traylon Burks, he's in that concussion protocol. So it's something definitely worth watching. But I still like betting them even if he sits. And the reason why, Luke, I'm going to need a little help from you. Sound the trumpets, my friend. Give me a little trumpet sound. The king is here. King Henry is here. Derek Henry loves the Jags. In the last four games he played against them, nearly 700 rushing yards and seven touchdowns. 700 rushing yards and seven touchdowns in four games, folks. In that stretch, over 200 yards twice. Half of the games, he's gone over 200 yards. My best bet here, Minnesota plus eight and a half, Tennessee plus four and a half. I just sounded a trumpet for that, and I'm not happy about that, but I am happy about It was about a weak trumpet, sir. I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, maybe you can do some something in post. We'll clean, it, <laughs> clean it up in post there. You can add some trumpets in, and it make me sound glorious because yes, I, I, I agree royal. with you, man. Uh, Derek Henry, uh, and I'm going to touch on it here, uh, not a good week last week. That, that He is just going to. He's going to tear it up, isn't he? He's going to have a yes. good week. Yeah. I usually yeah. don't bet props early in the year like this, but that one, I'm, I'd be interested to see what the prop is on him for rushing yards. Yeah, for that overrunner that on the yardage, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. See if you can get a good vig on that one. Uh, let's let's do another teaser. My, my another best bet for me, and, and, and I'm, I'm hitting a teaser. And so uh, first leg of the teaser, I'm looking at Eagles, minus seven at the Giants. I'm going to tease the Eagles down to minus one. And then I'm looking at the Chiefs Broncos game. I'm looking at the under 43 teasing that. I, yeah, some people might say that's kind of chump, man. You can't like just it's just a safety valve, okay? Because I can't I can't tell what the Chiefs are gonna do I, here in this game. But I, I can tell you this about the Chiefs Broncos game. Russell Wilson is so 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 bad. Oh. He, he, and, and he's he, he's even worse at home. I know you know this because you're in Denver there and that's your team. You know he's got a QB rating at home of 73. Versus 90 on the road. Did you know that? That's not good. You sold us a lemon. (laughs) Sold us lemon. I want my first round pick back. Hey, man, I believe in Pete. I believe in Pete all the way. (laughs) (laughs) We've been trying to tell you with B-Wags and and, and the the Legion of Boom. We tried to tell you guys. Tried to tell you. I I, I say one thing, though. He is great for unders. We yeah we we yeah I digress I digress. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of unders yes uh, uh, eleven and one for the Broncos we we touched on that if you bet on every one of those and you rolled it over you'd be a rich man by now they're also the worst scoring offense in the league the Broncos averaging thirteen point eight points a game the the Chiefs on the other hand they don't cover spreads and the spread is like nine or nine and a half in this game right now it's it's kind of fluctuating right now and they're up against quite frankly a, a really good Broncos defense. So I say tease this one up to 49 and or under 49 and just, uh, you know, be safe there. For the Eagles, they have so many ways to beat you, don't they? They're great at the run, and the Giants give up 5.1 yards per carry. That's third worst in the NFL. The Eagles are great in the air. A.G. Brown, Devonta Smith, mm. and the Giants are 18th against the pass in the NFL. And as for Saquon Barkley, your, your darling uh, fantasy football running back that you have. Yes, Hey, man, I'm just saying the Eagles held Derrick Henry to 30 yards last week. 
It's because he didn't have a trumpet. Okay, moving on. I'm not. You're not going to get me to do it again. <laughs> just again, post. Just do it in post. We'll do yes. it in post. <laughs> yes. So, John, what more do you want from me in this one? What more do you want? Do you want blood? Do you want I blood? Want. Are you not entertained, John? I want winners. I want winners. <laughs> Can't win with them. Can't do it. Can't do it. Hit the Thank mic. you, Mr. Singletary. That's right. Okay, I'll give you a little bit more then. A little bit more just to just to satisfy the palate. The Eagles are seven and five against the spread and four and oh against the spread versus teams with winning records. Still is a divisional game for the Eagles and the Giants. <laughs> I don't care. My best bet. Perfect teaser. Eagles minus one with the Chiefs Broncos under 49. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And you know, these division games can be tight. I mean, let's not forget the Let's not forget the Philadelphia Eagles only loss, right? Divisional game against the Washington Commanders. Nobody saw that one coming, remember? Nope, not at oh. all. So I like the tease. I like the tease. I like the safety valve. I like your next pick. So me and you had a long discussion on the phone about this one and went through the research, and I actually ended up making this probably one of my more favorite bets of the month here. Houston at Dallas, minus 17. My best bet here. Teaser, Dallas, first half, minus two and a half. Houston, plus 24 and a half for the full game. This has been one of the most talked about games in betting circles this week. 17 is a huge number. And as we discussed in this podcast before, all the games this year are one score games. It's like 80% of these games are ending with one score. Listen to these first half numbers. They are mind boggling. The last three games, Dallas has covered that two and a half, three times. Houston, the last three games, are one and two against that spread. Only one they covered was last week against the Browns, and the quarterback hasn't played a real game in two years. The score was seven to five. They barely covered it by half a point. The other two games, 30 to zero against Miami, 20 to zero against the Washington Commanders. Teasing the Houston to get 24 and a half, I'm getting four scores in the spread on the full game. As bad as Houston is, They've only lost by more than 17 once all year, and it was 18 points against the Raiders early on. In their 10 losses, they lose by an average of 11 points. Historically, the Cowboys are one of the most bet-on teams by the public with Pittsburgh and Green Bay. I'm going to use that public money against them and tease the number to hit a sharp side of the bet. Luke, my best bet here, Dallas first half, minus 2.5, Houston plus 24.5. I don't think I've ever bet that big of a spread in the NFL ever. I can't think of that. Plus no, 24 I, and a half. That's like college. That's a college spread right there. And and didn't you tell me they, they uh just this evening they had uh good news on uh or, or, or what could be oh, good yeah. news on, yeah. on the and quarterback then, uh, front? Just, just today they're gonna put Davis Mills back in who because the other quarterback was so bad, so bad. And what? he's the one that was giving up 50 points in the first the first half there. So Davis Mills. I don't think he can lose by 24 and a half. If if I lose an NFL bet plus 24 and a half, I deserve to lose, my friend. There's there's I've I've never seen it. It's not happening. I think you're gonna see it. I think you might see it next week too with the with the Falcons. I mean, it's it's right now, you know, week 15, they're coming off a bye, but they're they're gonna they're gonna bench Mariota, they've announced for their for their rookie quarterback to to try him out. Why why, why teams do this? I don't know. Oh, the Bearcats. Oh, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Hey, I'm under the Dolphins. Dolphins 
giving three at the Chargers. The over-under in this one is 52. I like the Chargers as the home dogs here. The The line jumped up to three earlier in the week. I I, I think because of injuries, uh, you know, Mike Williams is still kind of out. Uh, he was earlier in the week anyway, according to the Wednesday practice uh, briefing. Uh, two of the Chargers' offensive linemen were, were still out, but there's a mm-hmm. chance and a likely chance for at least those two O linemen to, to return and play. So I like getting this number early, definitely. A lot of experts are also saying this about the Dolphins, uh, that they've gained an advantage because they stayed out on the West Coast. They didn't fly back to Miami after their, their loss to the 49ers. Man, I, I just think people put way too much into this travel thing. And, and you know, as an athlete, you develop routines when you're traveling on the road and – it does, you know, it's only three hours. It doesn't ruin your your rhythms and your sleeping patterns and stuff. I I don't buy into it. Maybe you do. I I don't know. No. Uh, besides, look, Miami looked horrible last week. Jimmy G left the game pretty early on in that game, right? And the yeah. Dolphins still couldn't defend against Mister Irrelevant. So a lot of line on the uh, lot lot on the line for the Chargers in this one. I think they do great. They're solid. My best bet is the Chargers plus three. I like it. Time know, earlier for... in the year, there was a there was a time when the Raiders stayed on the East Coast. I remember they played two East Coast games. I can't remember what it was now, but they got destroyed in that second game when they stayed out on the coast. And they did they did it for the same reason. It didn't work out. You know, it's it's everyone has a different strategy. Uh, yeah. But every, like, you know, like they say, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, now it's time for us to deep dive into the only college football game this Saturday, the America. Army-Navy game, Army-Navy. This is the 123rd time these teams will meet, John. This is a neutral site game at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Navy favored by two and a half over Army right now. The over-under in this one, 32 and a half. John, let's start with the spread in this game. And I want to start off with a question for you. Mm. So let's break this down. My book is offering, and I'm probably similar to others out there, minus 115 on that Navy two and a half and minus 140 on the Navy money line. But I'm getting minus 105 on Army plus two and a half and plus 120 on the money line. So clearly, they, they want me to bet on army here. They're, they're trying to tell me something. They're, they're uh, why is, why is that a bad bet? It's not a bad bet. If you believe in it, if you have value on army in the game, then by all means bet that money or take the points with the smaller vig. However, let's break this down just a little bit. Army's five and six is an independent this season. Their biggest game was against wake forest. I'm going to go into their schedule later. Wake forest was ranked 15th at the time. Army army got blown out in that game. The midshipmen, just played their last season in the American Conference. They finished four and four in the AAC and four and seven overall. Navy strength schedule was ranked 60th in college football. Army's ranked 102nd toughest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the strength of schedule is really kind of spell it out in a lot of ways. And when you look at some of the teams that Navy's played, in my opinion, the midshipmen are the better team here. They played, you know, regular season teams like Cincinnati, SMU, Houston. They lost to Notre Dame. Remember that game by yep. three? They covered. Yep. I mean, it was Notre Dame, and they beat Central Florida. 
Army is six and five against the spread this season against lesser teams. Navy's not a lesser team, in my opinion. Navy is seven and four against the spread, and they've been covering after losing two starting quarterbacks. So I, I think you can lean Navy minus two and a half in this one, but these games are always so, so close, especially when we talk about the over under. Oh, I came across something with this over under that. Surprised both of us here. So the over-under in this game started at 33, dipped to 32 and a half. Looks like money came in on the under 33, and here's why. The under in the Army-Navy game is on a 16-0 and run, Luke, which started in 2006. I read the statistic the, the other day. If you bet the under in this game, paying $110 to win 100, and you rolled over your bets year to year to year, you would have more than $3.4 million in the bank right now. Can you believe that? Bet in the under for the last 16 years in a row. That said, listen to this. Navy games have hit the over six of 11 times this year. Army games have hit the over seven out of the 11 times this year. In 2012, the over under for the game was 55 and a half. It has steadily come down since then. It's like a line graph and it's like just plummeting to the point where it was 35 and a half last year. The book knows the streak and they are adjusting for it. This is the lowest under in 11 years, 32 and a half. Yeah, I think they're telling us that these teams have gotten worse and worse and worse over the years. What is it? 20 point difference, right? I think I think the book wants to break the streak. Everybody's betting the under and they know it. Yeah, I, they are because that number went down. It started at 33 or maybe even 33 and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'd have to go back and look, but definitely I saw it at 33 and it's gone down. So let, let's talk predictions then. And whether you are going to bet this game, and if you do, what are you betting and why? So uh, for me, I followed Navy pretty closely this season as far as the AAC, and I, you know, I was all over them. I kind of was like, are they going to hit the under again? Are they going to cover again? <laughs> cover busters, man. Spread busters. Yes. Just amazing. They have a top 10 defense, Navy, and they show it. Every week they show up and play. Army has a bottom 15 defense. You know, this game started out as a pick on the spread. I'm leaning Navy minus two and a half. They, they can win this with a field goal easily. But but these are, of course, unique teams that play this game with a, a passion that's a little different than any other team out there. Neither side's ever going to quit. Hey, I grew up a Navy family. There's that. I would go to these games as a kid. Uh, so if I bet the spread, and I'm going to bet the spread, um, anchors away, my boys. Anchors away. It's going to be Navy. Two and a half for sure. I'm with you on the spread on this one. Uh, it's a smart nice. play. I love Army it. played a schedule that would look great for March Madness. They played <laughs> Colgate, Villanova, <laughs> Connecticut. But football, these schools are not really known for the gridiron glory, my friend. In fact, they only played four schools with a winning, winning record. And Luke, I believe Navy is battle tested. Like what I did there? I love what you did there. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. That I, I'm going to go back to that a little. That is hilarious. This will <laughs> look like March Madness, Villanova. Like who, who picked this? Who picked this schedule oh, out? This is unbelievable. You know, how, did, the more, how do you even become bowl eligible with a schedule like that? I love your research, and the more and more you share it, I agree with you, man. I and our research shows that the over hits in this game. I'll be clear; our data says that, and I agree. Uh, I, I think that uh, the over thirty-two and a half is going to hit in this, and it's going to be the first time it hits since two thousand six. There you go. 
and and, and think about that. We are going against a 16-game streak, and this is the year, baby. And we're going to come back here next week's podcast, and we're going to hear cheers. Oh, nice. You can do that in post. The over. You can do that in post. Put the cheers in on post. No, we have a live audience sometimes. That's not actually true, <laughs> folks. I'm sorry. I want it to be live. <laughs> Let's recap our best bets for this week. John, kick us off in the NFL. All right. I'm going with the game that people are taking the other side. I like the Vikings plus two and a half at the Lions. I like the Patriots minus one and a half at the Cardinals. Can't go against the great coach. The teaser, I'm hedging a bit with the Vikings, buying them up to eight and a half, typically close games. And I'm pairing that with the Titans plus four and a half. And lastly, I like the Cowboys to continue to dominate first halves. I'm teasing Dallas minus two and a half in the first half and the Texans with a whopping plus 24 and a half. How can I miss that? You can't miss that. And if you miss that, uh, we'll we'll figure something out. We're going to we're going to do something to you. Oh, oh, can't miss it. Ravens at Steelers. I like Huntley. I think he's the better quarterback in this game. I bought the Ravens at plus three, quite frankly, and I, and I like him at two and a half. I think the Ravens will win this game easily. Browns at Bengals. Watson. He, he's, come on, really? He's he showed us who he is. He's going to continue yes. to be horrible. I like Burroughs and, and, and the Bengals. They're going to win this game, and they're going to cover that minus six. They're going to cover minus five and a half where it is right now. Dolphins at Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to get their O-line back, part of it anyway. It's going to make the difference. Miami's D showed us last week they're not that good. I like the Chargers in this in this one, plus three. Finally, I'm teasing the Eagles down to minus one, and I'm teasing the under in the Chiefs-Broncos game just to be safe to 49. I think, that's, I think that one hits for sure. I like it. And as for the deep dive, the the Army-Navy game, when it comes to the spread, don't go tango uniform on me, Luke. Well, I'm go tango on Navy uniform minus on you. two and a half. And for the over-under, I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to send a whole lot of lead down range on the over 32 and a half. I love it. I love it. And I am full speed ahead on Navy. Minus two and a half, just like you. A much better team in this game. And I think betting the under is a total Charlie Foxtrot here. And mm. you can look that up later, folks. I'm, I'm not going to explain it to you. We got <laughs> to remain PG here. I like the over in this one, too. I, it's going to hit, man. 32 and a half. It, it, it just is. There Break you go. The streak. Break the streak. There you go. Records are meant to be broken. Yep. And speaking of uh, ending, oh. that's going to do it for us for this week of the daddy sharps podcast and remember always gamble responsibly folks and within your means and the bets we share are based on our own research we don't always win and be sure to check us out on social media look for daddy sharps on facebook and at daddy sharps on instagram and twitter we will be back next week with all of our best bets and much more but first john who is your daddy we are Stay sharp, everyone.